This commercial is sponsored by the Humboldt brand of Arizona, supplier to all of your premium cannabis brands, all the way from the Emerald Triangle. Make sure when you're in your local dispensaries, you ask for the Humboldt brand of Arizona. If your opinion podcast, we got the legendary MC8. Y'all know him. We love him. Uh, we all come, well, we run the same age, but watching this man on television, you know, um, you know, influence us, you know what I mean? Like with his music, his style, like just a legendary man to be still in hip hop right now. That's what, you know, we've seen it evolve and come to where it's at. Like we got to give our legends that love all the time because some of y'all are hot for a few months, maybe two, three years. But when you've been doing something for 30 years, 25 years, 30 years, I mean, that's to be commended. I don't give a damn if you're working on your home, building homes, whatever you do, you know what I mean? It's legendary. Yes. You know so we just want to show love. Craft. For sure. It's you know official. I mean? for, for yeah, eight, this man. is the mastery of craft. We yes, wanna, sir. We, we want to hear from you, A. I mean, being someone legendary like you are, you know, you walk around, you know, legendary. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you, you've been doing this. I mean, how it feel for you? I mean, do you get the love that you, you know, that you feel? You know, I mean, I can talk, been talking to you, you humble man. But yeah, you know how, how I feel. How I feel for you, like walking your shoes. Um, I mean, you know, it, this is a, this is the profession I chose. You know, uh, being uh, given uh, the grace to be able to pin, you know, uh, tales from the hood and try to, you know, voice for the, you know, the, the common nigga, you know, the, yeah. the, the average man, you know. Um, I'm, I, I really don't trip off of, you know, uh, the place that people have me set in yeah. whatever hip hop was, you know, whatever they got. Um, I've I mean, done so much and I've, I've, yo, I've, yo. I've been around so long that um, I don't look for congratulations from people who might not yeah. give a fuck. Or no. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel I've done enough to where Real niggas and real, uh, you know, real ladies uh, know what it is. The struggle that we go through as a common motherfucker, you know. We all trying to get to a certain point. Um, you know, I've always seen myself as a dude who try to pin, you know, songs to, you know, fight the oppression, the bullshit that, yeah. you know, I grew up in the hood and saw growing up as a kid who gang banged and sold dope and all that. But, uh, um, <clears throat> police brutality and all that, all you that know, shit. um, but, uh, I don't, you know, look for to be placed right now as far as hip hop concerned. I mean, I started doing music because I had the love of music. Nigga, I wasn't making a motherfucking dollar. Right. I was yeah. still hustling on the block. <clears throat> so music was that passion shit that, you know, you know, the dreams, like I tell motherfuckers, um, the dreams that you have as a child, you know, when you first, those first few years are very, you know, important. You know, I dreamed of being the policeman, the fireman, yeah, the yeah, doctor, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that typical shit, you right. know. Um, but then my reality got taken away when I realized, nigga, we living in the hood, yeah. you know. And, like most. So-and-so got killed last night, and yeah. they got raided, and woom -woom -woom. so, you know, um, I've always modeled myself after that. Uh, not to be super gangbanger or, you know, right. out of the ordinary, but that's what I pin my music about. You know, I know what the real struggle is in the hood, you know, trying to make ends meet when you're just a normal motherfucker. Um, so when it comes to music, I, I feel comfortable with where I am. I don't look to be, you know, 
I don't look to be the Drake Jay-Z status, so I don't look to be the newcomer status. You know, I get in where I fit in. Right. And it's, See, but it's, all those it's, individuals, they know exactly what you are and what you stand for in, in this craft, no in the music, in the, your place in hip-hop history. And, and, and I, you know I'm, I mean? I'm cool with just being known MC8. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, me? yeah, yeah. The motherfucker don't no say that they came into this industry within the last 30, 40 years right. and don't know me, then they motherfucking lie. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. need to be the status of where, you know, I have to be put on the pedestal for you to act like you know you know who I am or yeah, what I've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cool That's modest. With, yeah, yeah. I'm cool with sitting in the spot right now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? In the back of the store doing the podcast, yeah, whatever. Right. Exactly. I'm not tripping off of yeah. being at the big you know office right. building and you know smoking no bud in the back of the alley and shit. Right. That's, I'm a normal nigga, man. Yeah, you right. feel me? So that's that's, that's why I'm, I accept it like that. Yeah, and I think right. if I can do that, then nothing gets in my way of, you know. You can't compromise yourself. Yeah, man, man, they got this, yeah, they yeah, got yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right. they do this for that motherfucker, they do that, man, man, for, man I do for me. Right. Man, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable, you feel me? Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes the walk easy. An, an, another question, I mean, touching on that, and, you know, having the opportunity to talk to you back there, I can tell you're a very humble man. Talk to us about what it was like to get your first check you know, from doing something that you love. You know what I mean? It was like, now this is- I was still a hood nigga, man, so I did some dumb shit, you know. <laughs> right, what y'all um, do? Just growing up in the hood and being able to get a check from a label and- uh, Was that your first legal, legit check? Yeah, that was my first legal, you know, so- Everything else was under the table, real shit. Yeah, everything I used to do- From the mud. You know, I used to do from the mud. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was I was, just, I was a typical kid, yeah. man, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, Good household, you yeah. know, didn't have parents on drugs, you yeah. know, not to say, you know, right. I that's know a that's blessing. a struggle and that's a, you that's know, a that's an addiction and that's a, that's a whatever. But, uh, um, I came from a cool family, you know, pops worked at General Motors, moms was a nurse. I just grew up in Compton, man, and was influenced by, um, I was just influenced by the streets and just the struggle. So, um, being able to go legit and not have to deal with, you know, moms having to come bail me out of jail every other weekend or, you know, being harassed by, you know, just, just having to stay in the streets or being destined for something that's, you know, that they all think that we destined for when we, you know, black young men coming up in the hood. They look at it as we all destined to fail. So I wanted to do something that at least I could reflect for my mom. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. Right. I just started writing raps, man, and a nigga thought they was cool, and I was just telling tales of the hood, and next thing you know, I had a record deal with Sony, so man. you know what I'm saying? It felt good to be able to not say move out of the hood because I was still, I don't know, I was on my fourth record still going to the yeah. neighborhood every day. <clears throat> um, but it just felt good to be able to do shit that I know that shit, I'm gonna be able to wake up tomorrow or I'm gonna be able to pay this or I'm gonna be able to not have to worry about taking them penitentiary chances, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, it's like any means, man. Yeah, you know shit was dangerous I do what then. the fuck I gotta do yeah. to, you know, I got a kid, you know, mom's struggling and you know, you try to make an example of yourself, you know, something better than that, but sometimes that's all we offered, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Understood, understood. So just to be able to, you know, 
be able to get a check and go to the bank and show these motherfuckers, you know, you're looking at me crazy and I'm walking <laughs> in and, you know, I'm walking in with Sony checks and shit wow. and they probably thinking I'm a dope dealer and shit. Now I'm getting to prove that I'm something other valuable than what you think I am just yeah. because I'm walking in here and my outlook or, or my appearance is different than yours. You know what I'm saying? So it felt good. Dope, dope. I know it was really, you know, something for you to, you know, when your mom seen that, you know what I mean? Because at first, I'm pretty sure, how did she feel? She, you know, as far as we talk about it all the time, like right now, if my son or our grandsons came up to us and said, you know, Pop, you know, I, I can rhyme, you know what I mean? Like, I would entertain it. I would be like, yo, what you gonna spit? Talk, you know what I mean? Let me as hear it. <laughs> as opposed to 30 years ago. As opposed to, oh, you, you know, know. 30 years ago, it was like, what the, f you know, it was, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like, you, nah, what you gonna do is go to school and pay I attention. was, um, you yeah. know, I was influenced by the streets. I wasn't a dumb kid. Yeah. I was just influenced by the streets. I can tell by your music that you um, wasn't a dumb kid. So, um, of course, your parents had dreams of you doing other shit. Other shit, you like we all do for our kids. And uh, at the time, I was in the hood, deep, you know, going back and forth to jail. You know, um, we had just gotten to a situation, me and my nigga Chill, where we had just caught a case, you know, for robbery. And uh, I was looking at going to jail and shit. So um, I basically, man, just, just, I just sat down and just started. I, I had to think of a way to transition. You feel me? Yeah. I had to think of a way to transition out of out, out of the hood. So, so how old were you right now? We won't want to talk about that. Like you were 17, 18. How old were you when you was making these decisions as a, as a man? I was like 15, 16. Wow. Wow. 15, 16, you know, you want to be loyal to the hood. Yeah. Um, I mean, because right yourself. there, right there, you know, that, that was everything. There was nothing else. You know, the Between neighborhood was everything. You know, that's where I made my money. That's where I got pussy. That's why, I, you know, congregated and, 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 and grew relationships with, with other men, you know, as far as, you know, who got my back and, you know, I'm ready to die for this nigga and, you know, it's all so... And then we're not having no pops around. and But I don't want people to think because my father wasn't around is why I chose to go down this path. It right. was like, like I was the block influenced me. You get me? Man. Who the fuck want to go to school nine to five and all that shit right. when this nigga's your age down the corner making thousands every did fucking it have, minute? Did it have anything to do with the music back then? It like, had a like, lot to do with the yeah, music. Yeah, like it does now? Back in my days, you know, we had dudes who rapped in our neighborhood. Yeah. They wasn't even rap stars. Right. They just made TDK tapes and was telling you about Larry Lair got, they got busted last <laughs> right. night. Right. Right. And Boobop got shot up on right. the corner by the hamburger stand. Yeah, we so right. we took those tales and, right. learned, and that's how I learned how to flip my shit into, I just basically was getting the back seat of one of the OG's cars. And on a daily mission, shit would happen. And I would just incorporate that shit. Hmm. I go back to the house, and then I go right to the room. <clears throat> I'd be like, I was with the homie in the blue 6-4. And then okay. niggas hit the corner, and we was at the stuff. I have a question. You know. What made you, because you have one of the most um, iconic, historical um, ad-libs, and hip-hop history, you know what I mean? Um, Siegel incorporated it into his music. It all came from your music, you know, Minister Society. What made you want to say, 
yeah the way that you said yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because well, like, that's, that's legendary. Of, back in my days of hip hop, everybody had to meet yeah. monikers. You get me? Yeah. Uh, KRS One. You know the, the the one in the KRS One. Uh, right. LL Cool J. Yeah. Uh, fucking you know BDP. Everybody yeah. had monikers, so I wanted something that would stand out. To this day. And Come on, man. Like, if niggas can go back and listen to records that I started making in 1988, and you'll hear me saying Jill yeah. on on demo tapes, like it was just something I did. I mean, now like, people today don't. You probably would have thought Jay Z or Jeezy or no, yeah. a lot of people would have thought someone else came up with that slang word. We even had the thing with the little swimmer dude who was going around saying Jia. Yeah. And they were like, oh, he invented right. it and all no, that. No. And I'm like, no, you can go back to 1987, yeah. no, 1988 and God listen to wanted. any record Eight. that. MC8 performed on and you'll hear me saying Jia. Yeah. I mean on the my artist. very first yeah. on my very first record the Compton compilation I yeah. had a song called Rhymes Too Funky this record was released in 1987 and mm -hmm. the first word I say on the first record is Jia, killing off suckers is me <laughs> stupid trying to take me for some punk MC right, you know right. what I'm saying so yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. saying Jia since <laughs> 1987 yeah yeah, yeah. we true fans we identify like you said we know where it came from the originator but I'm not one of those dudes yeah, to, yeah. oh man, they stole yeah, it yeah. from me, or y'all gotta pay me, man. I just take that's it as homage, man. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. niggas, you know, whoever, whatever. You ain't even gotta say you you got it from. Yeah. I didn't get that from eight, but niggas who know yeah, yeah. and yeah. and know true hip hop history like yourselves, right. you know, everybody know who invented it, where it came yeah. from. So you know, but only that, but yeah, niggas, I'm just glad that you know niggas felt that yeah, there was yeah. something it's, they wanted to do. Yeah, so yeah. it's official. It's to one me. of the hardest shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, in the world. I mean, when, when Menace Society came out, tell them, you, you know, what you was just talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we, were... we, we went to go watch that joint yeah. in the um, movie theater at um, New Market South. That's, yeah. how, that's, that's how long ago. Newport you know News, Virginia. Mm. That's Newport News, Virginia. And it was, um, it was crazy back then, you know what I'm saying? Just how it is now, you know what I'm saying? But... Um, yeah, after that, it, it was just like on overload. No, you know it, what I'm it, everybody, everybody, everybody in our hood turned into old dog. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, every, I know, no, listen, everybody wanted to be old dog. I'm talking about to be from low pass. <laughs> yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, he, he, he created uh, a no, whole. Yo, he created a whole generation uh, old of shoot 'em up what? ass motherfucking he, niggas. He, you know what's crazy is the fact that nigga, everybody after he, that he's not even like that. I'm just no, saying. No, I, I, I know Lorenz. I know Lorenz personally. Lorenz is look. Listen, he's nowhere near. Listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you a story. Lorenz takes it off. So we having um. All-Star Weekend in Philadelphia yeah, all the time, right? We got Lorenz Tate with us, him and his brother hanging out with us, you know what I'm saying? Us, you know, crew thick, AI, we on, we on the bus, right? And all my niggas, you know, we smoking, we drunk, everybody crazy, wilding out, right? We on the, um, the um, you know, the, the bus where it's like, you know, a whole bunch of seats in the motherfucker, right? right. You can walk up and down, right? And my niggas is calling Lorenz Tate, Old dog the whole time, mm. right? Old dog, we does right. They, yeah. Everybody, you old know what I'm saying? These niggas got these niggas. Then some niggas is coming home. Niggas to be bodies in the bad in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fed time, all the shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is calling the rich tape. He tap AI. He say, 
they do know that I'm not old dog, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he said, All you yeah. had to do was have was braids back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistake you for they old dog. Know, right. They right. do know I'm not old dog, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, no, nigga, we, know, we just fuck with you. But yeah, my man, one of my men just kept calling him old dog. Old yeah. Dog. And it's crazy because, you know, like you said, back then we didn't have social media. So yeah. we didn't really know how LA was. We knew where it was on the East Coast. Right. You know, from, we from Virginia to New York and back down to Atlanta and Georgia because. Where Virginia at, we bottom of the north, top of the south. So we, we some country up north niggas, kind of, you know yeah, what I mean? Hey, we, right, we got right. That. Yeah, yeah, so when you talk to people that say, you from New York, you sound like from, you know, but when we got an opportunity to see you on screen, you know, it was like, man, this crazy. This is how they living. This is how, you know, you know, what's like, man, it's, it's, they just like us. They just dress a little different. Yeah, you yeah know, that's it. Same thing. I always, I, was, I always used to tell people, you know, people ask me about when you go out, and, uh, you know, how you feel about when you right. see other dudes, you know, get banging and, you know, wearing khakis and all that. And not to say that, you know, we're proud of that situation. Right. But like I used to tell people, I mean, it's hard niggas everywhere. Man. Everywhere. You get me? Whether it's an old wearing, dog everywhere you whether go. Whether we wearing khaki suits and motherfucking Cortez or they wearing motherfucking Timberlands and car jackets, it's niggas who will pick your cap everywhere. everywhere. You feel me? No so uh, just, just to be able to, but you know, I think it was kind of, you know, the reality of being able to see menace to society and movies like Colors and shit like yeah, that, yeah. it gave people a visualization of, Damn. Right. Yeah. That gangbanging shit is on some crazy on motherfucking some shit. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I pop my mans around here for just yeah. talking shit, shit, you know right. what? But them <laughs> niggas on that gangbanging shit, shit and yeah. they gripping and blood. <laughs> and these niggas <laughs> got red yeah, on and these niggas got blue. They got the bandanas and, yeah. and they come, when I'm talking about spraying, okay. nigga, they yeah. coming through, through like just, just dumping. dumping. You see the car pull up, <laughs> lights pull on, yeah, nigga, and it's on. So it was it was a lot for the country to take in. And especially for you know, brothers from other sections said, and yeah. shit to see how we got down. Yeah. On, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody get down. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. But it wasn't like that though. You nah, nah. Everybody we we had a different aspect of getting down because our shit was a lot of, you know, territorial, yeah. you know, neighborhoods and trying to, you know, say fuck the police and all right. that shit. And the gangs was formed because of that, you know, in itself. Right. Right. Trying to protect the communities like Crips stood for community resources and right. progress. Yeah. Right. You know, so it just like I said, it's hard niggas everywhere. You Let, can't control the pack. Let's talk about that for a quick second. You, you know, what you just said, uh, what the acronyms of Crips stand for. Talk about a little bit about that, that the origin, and because for my uncles used to talk about the gangs were to protect the community. It was to protect the community, you know, fashions off like, you know, sort of the Black Panthers, you know, wanting programs for the hood, you know, wanting to see things generate for the neighborhood, for the community. Right. Um, not letting dudes from, I mean, because let's force it, the white gangs and the motherfuckers was, they was the vicious motherfuckers. I mean, right. we as niggas couldn't right. do shit. Right, right, right. I mean, a lot of that shit was for them to protect us from Absolutely. them. And a lot yeah. of them motherfuckers was the police yeah. that yeah. was rolling that, through that, the you neighborhood. Know, much respect to the Hell Angel, but I re heard that story as exactly. well. Exactly. You know? So, um, a lot of that was born to protect, you know, I'm gonna protect little mama with her two kids who yeah. live over here. Right. Or we're gonna protect Johnny down the block who right. going to school or whatever, whatever. Right. So, and it just turned. And then, you know, with 
with the introduction of, of drugs and getting money, and then right. now niggas got pistols, and right. now the shit becomes a different aspect. You right. know, everything starts as as a positive note. Right. You know, that's why I said it was it was for resources for the community. Right. You know, and it was the to progress the community along. You right. know what I'm saying? It was to show motherfuckers that we taking over these communities. These communities not all just white. You know, Compton used to be all white and right, shit. Right, right. So when we start moving in, it's to protect ourselves from the motherfuckers who didn't want us in there in the first place. Absolutely. And everything always get corrupt when they introduce us to dope. And True that. You, yeah. you can tell this nigga he can make more money than them niggas over there. Right. And then yeah. now, but, now, but, now you got the, now you got shit start. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. But isn't it true that the it was an extension of the Panther Party? We try it tried to be an extent. I mean that's what it was yeah, for. It, started it was out, for the resources yeah, and the yeah. community and like I said, but when you start sneaking in and when giving they, these when, niggas yeah. okay. a couple when, when, of birds yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. giving these niggas yeah, a couple yeah. of guns and then now you telling these niggas or you right. making up shit and you right. saying these niggas beat up these niggas when you, really we the ones who went over there and beat up these motherfuckers right. or killed this nigga or stabbed and right, right. and then you know, egos. Right. Yeah. We have a we got a lot of egos amongst us oh, as yeah. black men. You yeah. get me? You know, all day long. it's it's a lot of egos, and I say until we settle that, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, it's it'd be, be a nigga, you know, it'd be a nigga back in the day bump you and step on your shoe, and you'd right. be ready to stab a nigga. Right. You'd right. be ready to slit a nigga throat for yeah. stepping on your Jordans and shit. Stepping you know? on for no reason. That yeah. just comes from ego and, and the oppression of you know what <laughs> shit. I know I can't motherfucking beat up motherfucking Henry right. for yeah. stepping on my Jordan yeah, for yeah. giving him one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get, so I'm gonna get my I'm man. I'm gonna take that oppression out on this other nigga who stepped on my but shit. You what you think me? that's about? I mean, because absolutely, it's like, about how we was programmed. Man. No, no, definitely programmed. But I'm Save saying mentality from the know, chips. We we actually when we 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 have something against our own self that we want to kill the man that looks just like us. Or, you know, that, that just comes from, from that ships. just comes from way back, man. Yeah. And I couldn't even tell you about that beginning. because that that started back before my daddy was born. Absolutely. You get me? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the uh, that's them that's the oppression of getting beaten, hung, and all that from shit, and doing all that shit. Right. And you still couldn't do shit. Right. You right. get me? Yeah, Nigga, yeah. I come up right now, hang your motherfucking Fucking ass right now, right. and dare you to do Nigga, I take your bitch right, right now, now and pull her drawers down imagine, and fuck her right in front of you. And yeah. I dare you to yeah. do something. Yeah. Right, right. But in front of you. Now, your oppression is that, but then you hear motherfucking John around the corner spilled your drink, and right. he another nigga, and you be ready to go beat the go shit out of him. Because your oppression is really, right. I can't really do shit about what's really pissing, pissing me off. That shit happened today. Your motherfucking girl don't take shit out on you right. that you ain't did yeah. that somebody else pissed her off about yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a nigga don't come at you wrong when he pissed off about some other shit right. that why you coming at me wrong yeah, right, yeah. Right. or you could just know a nigga that did something fucked up to that nigga right. and he ready to get on your head yeah. I ain't got shit, shit to, to do, do with, with it, it. Yeah. Nah, nah. that's just the oppression because really I don't I can't go fuck with it you know? that energy came from somewhere and else. to capitalize on that I think also is our way of communicating we, we don't know how to communicate no we don't we, we don't know how to communicate with each other and yeah. we always have that ego thing in the back of our head like you know 
My man got on the Nikes right here, man. Them motherfuckers would look good with him, but they ain't, they ain't give me no motherfucking <laughs> yeah, Nikes yeah, when yeah, I came yeah, in this motherfucker. Yeah, it's yeah, shit, shit like that. that. Yeah, but that, that shit that, before yeah. us. And I don't know where we, we get this shit, shit from. Because yeah. I don't give a no, fuck. Like, give a fuck it's, it's, yeah. it's just crazy. And I'll just be telling my niggas that. Like, a nigga can hate on you and don't even know you from a can of fucking paint. Hey, no, a nigga no, could walk no, in your no, store right now and spend $100 and walk out and be like, who the fuck them niggas think they are? You it's know. just the mentality of right. what we've been bred all right. day, right? For right. sure. Talk, talk to me about uh, you know because you did a hell of a job in that movie. You know, minutes and size. It's like damn, you know, eight, eight doing this thing in that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. I was like, you know, we wanted to see you do more, more movies. How did yeah, you get that yeah. role? I got that role because. Uh, Fucking uh, uh, hip hop niggas in movies was flying at the time. Right, right. Uh, what we had colors, yeah. nice tea. Then we turned they around and had juice right. with Pac. Then we had trespass with all, all the niggas, niggas and then we had motherfucking Cube with boys, boys in the hood, hood. Glenn Plummer with South Central. No doubt, so South all Central. the hood movies was right. cracking. Right, and we got New Jack City. New, and, you know what I'm New Jack City. Right. So they start going, hmm. Right. The rapper, actor nigga in the role is, so yeah. uh, the Hughes brothers with some ki some kids in LA was going to film school. Okay. Um, they started off shooting all the Tupac's early videos. Mm -hmm. uh, they shot all his first album videos. Brenda Got a Baby, Holla If You Hear Me, all right. those songs, right. they shot the videos. Right. Right. So in that, they hooked up with a dude, he wrote the story, and from their reputation with dealing with Pac, mm. They got the movie deal. Right. So they were looking for up and coming motherfuckers around LA. You oh, know what okay. I'm saying? And I just happened to be, you know, MC8, you know, local rapper, mm -hmm. little success story coming from Compton. So they offered me the part. And that's how, I, you know, I went down there, met the motherfuckers, read a script. And I guess they, you know, I wasn't a dummy. Like, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of us coming from the block, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. You are, looking you are, at words you on can, paper. You can articulate yourself. Uh, <laughs> right. So, oh, they say, yeah. so right, right, right. I could read, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. from there, shit, they was like, oh, this nigga can read. <laughs> and then he could read yeah. some words. So, yeah, yeah. shit, they called me back again and it went down again. And then shit, by the third call, they was like, you in. Oh, that's what's so. Up. That's how I got the part. Oh, you okay. killed it. Yeah, you killed it. You killed it. Me right and a lot of this, a lot of the dialogue was ad lib shit. Yeah, you not because it was. I would tell them niggas don't dress so like that. Don't say that. Okay. Like you know, we would go yeah. through wardrobe and they'd okay. be like, "Oh, we have you in this and this today." And I'm like, nobody wears tan khakis with a yellow pendle. <laughs> yeah, like, and nobody talks like dresses right, like right, that. Right. Nobody wears this and that. Right, and right. So I just be like, man, I just bring my own shit. I just yeah. wear what I wear every day. Yeah, yeah. And, sure. and then when it comes to certain lines, I'd be like, who wrote this? I'm right. like, no, no, yeah. no. And then usually I would just ad lib the shit yeah, and it would work. So yeah. they just went with it. Fuck it. Because it seems crazy. I mean, you, you, I mean, I, I'm like, not to, but I was in the hood every day. Yeah, I grew up in the hood. Like, right. I was there, niggas getting shot, police raids, enemies coming through, you know, hood rats and fucking selling dope. I was there every right. day. Even with a rap career, I didn't learn right. how to lead a hood until maybe three years after I started rapping right. because that's all I knew. Okay. Like, yeah. 
you know, you got a you got an in store over here. And I'm not going over there. The right. niggas don't like us over, over here. here. Right. I've got records out <laughs> videos, and I'm supposed to be going to do autograph <laughs> signings. And I'm telling Sony executives, right. I can't go over there. Yeah, yeah. You know what's over there? Yeah. They tried to have me do an in store and quick neighborhood one time. But they don't know. Yeah. They see record store on the fucking sheet, see, yeah. and they servicing the record yeah, store. Yeah, so yeah. you got to go do yeah, in store. Yeah, it's yeah. a job. Yeah, and, and I'm telling them, yeah. y'all gonna pull up over there. Yeah. I'm like, man, we gotta go over there about two, three vans deep. <laughs> two, and yeah. then it gotta be some in and out shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And we gotta once be ready. niggas find out right. we over here, yeah, I'm telling you, you gonna have a thousand cars pulling <laughs> up in a minute. Yeah. And they ain't gonna be to come get no autograph. <laughs> I know that's right. Like, we was in the hood, man. Yeah, yeah. We, that was one thing about us, you know, and I ain't gonna speak on that for yeah. all niggas, but. I was in the hood. Nigga. Right. I was nigga shoulder looking, yeah. you know, cause I'm I'm on fucking rap shows and all right. kind of shit. Right. And I'm still driving through Compton every day. Right, like right. I got the heat under the seat yeah, right yeah, here. Right. And every stoplight, I'm Right, 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 right. Checking car. Niggas will tell you. Right. That nigga used to be in traffic and he used to be ducking in him. Yeah. I'm looking at every car. <laughs> right. Oh, cause niggas right. niggas but, get shot. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't Man. Rap shit was it, it fuck it. That was me trying to better myself for my side. Right. That had nothing to do with the niggas who we was still gang banging against. Right. Them niggas didn't give a fuck you was on MTV last night. Nah, right. nah. nigga, I will fuck, peel nah. your fucking cap right, right here right. in traffic. No, no, that's with that's, no problem. that's, that's no more the enthusiasm yeah. for being from the yeah, hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you had that reputation. That's a strike. Right, right. It wasn't like I could be like. Oh no! no. Right. Oh, we know that nigga from. We know you from over there. Right. You've been over there four, five years before you even started yeah. rapping. Right. So, don't it, yeah. that shit means nothing now. So that's what you had to deal with until right. I, you know, started maturing and be like, right, right. Maybe I shouldn't come to the hood yeah, that right. much <laughs> no right, more. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? So, right. and, and talking about maturing, man. Tonight, you know, you know, us being Humboldt, Arizona, and uh, Desert Blaze, you're here to perform in Arizona. Uh, you know, tomorrow, April fifteenth, to see you and Quick performing together. You know, being on, you know, you know, that's having to stay touching the same stage. And you're just saying that, you know, early on in your career, you couldn't go over to that side, you know, to the record stores to do signing and stuff like that because of, you know, the shit that was on the outside of the street. But as you matured in the business, talk a little bit about that, like where you're at now. You know, it's that. just the longevity, like you were saying earlier. Um, right. A lot of dudes, you know. Um, I was telling my peoples early, a lot of dudes focus on, I gotta have a hit. I gotta be right. a hit, I gotta be a hit, I gotta be a hit. I just focus on trying to make good music for my people. And right. um, longevity. You can have a hit today and be gone tomorrow. Absolutely. You know? yes, it's a gang of rappers right now who will come out, you'll hear some shit three weeks later, you like, who's next? Right. You feel yeah. me? Um, uh, I pride yeah, I myself on having longevity. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's not about fucking. Oh, that nigga must need money. He's still rapping. Right. I do a podcast. Yeah, I yeah. coach. Right. I've been coaching for the last thirteen years. That's what's up. Uh, Talk to son, him. Tell him who my son getting ready to go to college. He okay. just got a scholarship to go play football at Valparaiso University. That's what's up, man. That's uh, what's up. Congratulations to you, brother. That's the only thing I've been focused on. Yeah. Um, 
I don't do rap because I was in it to make money. Right. I did rap because I love rap music, yeah, hip hop, yeah, yeah. the culture. I love listening to Treacherous Three. Right. I love listening to Just Ice right. and yeah, fucking yeah, EPMD yeah, yeah. and right. motherfucking. Yeah. You know, I grew up on UTFO right. and Sparky yeah. D, right. Roxanne Shante, Schooly D, man, Say Schooly that, man. D. Say you know, right. you know, we didn't have West Coast rap. It was all East Coast, yeah, so yeah. I, I have no problem. You right. know, but. You see how I still say about niggas? You hear me talking about niggas that was making records before me. Yeah, right, yeah, right, that's right, how right. it goes. Right, right. That's how it goes. But, but um, you know we can saying? say, we can feel that in your music and, and when you touch the screen that you took your craft for real. That's where the mean? lyricism yeah. Yeah, yeah, comes That you from. was competing. You was competing. I, you knew hip-hop. The I East Coast hip hop, And I, I that's, the, you hit it right there. I knew hip-hop. Yeah. Do you get me? Right. The East Coast I didn't know films. gangster rap. Yeah. I didn't know trap rap. I didn't know... Right. Whatever rap, right. I just knew hip hop. Hip -hop. Right. You get me right. because that's where it started. Right. You know, I was listening to Run DMC, Sucker MCs. Yeah, that's you where that lyricism me? comes right. from. That's you know, I was listening to Eric B, the President, My Melody. My melody. You get me? Right. That's where I come from. Right. So, long longevity is the foundation. Right. Right. Because. When I look at niggas like Rakim, mm, yeah. and he's still touring. Mm. Looking at De La Soul yeah. and fucking niggas like that, and they still on rest tour. Peace, JJ right. Fad, JJ you Fad. get me? Yeah. You know, True rest boy. in peace, Coolio yeah. was yeah, still touring. Right. When when you can look up and you can go forty years later, yeah. people are still enjoying your music. Right. That's like rock and roll, hip hop right. shit yeah. to me. Right. You right. Yeah. No, I mean rock that's, style. That, that's the thing, man. We really respect. See, people need to understand that this is a, a culture in a way that you just got to watch the gimmicks, yeah, man. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of gimmick shit. Got to be yeah, solid. You know, yeah. I can come in with a catchy little gimmick and yeah. a hooky and tell a bitch to throw it over right, and yeah, right, bust right. it down and right, right. open it up, up and, and up, move yeah. it and around the, and, and, and the coke yeah, do this yeah, and, and the coke do that. Right. And then there's ten niggas after me gonna do the same shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna auto tune my shit. Yeah. And then ten other niggas gonna auto tune their shit. And then I'm gonna talk about doing this and that, and then they gonna talk the same thing yeah. and I, my thing today is you know is a lot of young niggas a lot of young you know get allowed to make songs right. everybody can rap right but can you make a song uh, yeah you know and I'm, I mean? I'm just saying the longevity of you original. you represent hip-hop from the beginning you know you know yeah you said it was you know artists obviously before you but that that's a you know what you do is actually a, a, a way a person can make a living. Our, our children can you know because be, oh, back definitely, then definitely. it was like get that beatbox stuff, turn that shit off. Exactly. You know what I mean? Bop, I bop, yeah, yeah, we can show you know that you can make a career out of this. Out of here, you can make a career out of this. You know, for all the parents in my generation who right. felt like this beatbox boop shit was <laughs> right. gonna be you know just another fad. Right, it's been here fifty years. Fifty years and. From yeah. some of the artists that are present today, they are way more off better than right. we were as struggling artists under contracts oh, and all that shit today. Right. So kudos to them. We but gave them the cheat code. It shows that if you are serious, right. that you can, you know, right. and then you don't have to be fucking, yeah. you ain't got to be the Beatles. Right. You get nah. me? Right. You can sit in your lane and create something for your fans that they will hold on to and they'll follow you forever. Right. Yeah. As long as you keep doing what has gotten you there, don't right. forget about that format because a lot of niggas do that. 
You know, right. you'll hear a nigga rapping today about nigga my mama and the projects and roaches and make a million dollars yeah. and tomorrow nigga Bulgari this and <laughs> Lamborghini yeah. that. And, right, right. And you know, right. they forget they, they forget they, forget they, they the foundation. They foundation. Yeah. Oh, nigga, I always had it. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? saying yeah. Nigga, you please, lying. nigga, we was making sugar water and, 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 and peanut butter <laughs> and jelly sandwiches <laughs> for dinner. Nigga, stop it. But no, no, you just have to, you know, longevity yeah. is where it shows that you were true for hip hop. Right. The longer you were here and that you stand for it and you create yeah. music right. and you might not get 10 million fans or yeah. sell 10 million records, but those people who was there from the beginning, mm -hmm. they still there, man. No, I mean, bro, we just want to show you that we love you, man. I remember we had a station, our first station in, in Nupa News, Virginia, was a AM 1350. W-R-A-P. That's what the that rap attack. That You know what I'm saying? The rap attack. That was K-Day. We had 1580 K-Day. AM. That shit was staticky as a motherfucker. But you get it just right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, don't catch it on the right night. Man, you got to get your tape, tape recorder right, man, because they finna play some <laughs> shit. Play that's how we first heard you know NWA. And, and and that's what we want other, you know, people, you know, we well, love hip-hop. To the see you still, you know, doing your thing. Uh, like I said, you're performing, you know, tomorrow, 18, April 15th, tomorrow, uh, the Desert Blaze, iconic Tri Cannabis, you know, obviously uh, collaboration on this, along with Access uh, USA uh, with the Cannabis Awards. We, you know, looking forward to you touching that stage, man. You know, oh, yeah, man. We're going to get you a show, man. We're going to take you back, bring you forward a little bit, and take you back again. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, definitely yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. glad. To, um, good y'all having me, man. Yeah. It's going to be a good show. Me and Quick and Be Real it's and an honor. all the homies. All Corrupt, the homies. Chill, yeah. Nocturnal, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sugar Free. You know, we're yeah, we going to make yeah, it happen, yeah, man. Make it happen, yeah, man. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, we want to just say, man, we appreciate you. We love you. You know, thank you for coming by, you know, to F Your Opinion Podcast. Um, you know, hope we, we get an opportunity you know, to do more things with you because we do, you know, along with uh, Humble AZ, we, we, we have, you know, our own cannabis brands that we release. Oh, definitely. We'd like to do something with you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah man, we get you. you know, I got my you know podcast, the Gangster Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, we official, man. Whatever we do, we link up, man. We yeah, make definitely. sure we show y'all some love. Yes. Appreciate you. So yes, whenever yes. I'm in town, I come through hollering. That's it's official. That's yes, indeed. That's All right, man, we out of here. MC8, the legendary MC8. Fuck your opinion, nigga.